You'll notice here this morning, there's been a theme. He'll bring you out. He'll do it. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. And it's an encouragement to us this morning that the message, the gospel, is there's a God who fights for us and loves us. That when we're going through turmoil, when we're going through difficulties, which we all go through because we live on this place called earth, that there's a Lord who's on our side. The Bible tells us many stories of people like this. And one in particular that I want to tell you about briefly this morning is a man, the Bible tells us that from birth, he was born blind. And this man had suffered a lot of problems in his life, like many of us. But because he was born blind, this led to him becoming a beggar all of his life in this culture, in this day and age. And beyond that, we later know in this chapter that his family had kind of rejected him and later on didn't even want anything to do with him. And you can imagine the type of hurt and pain and suffering that he was going through in his life and what he was dealing with every day. But one day as Jesus just happened to be walking along the road, Jesus took note of this man. And I want you to take note that the Bible tells us that Jesus, the Bible says that as he walked along, he saw the man. Many times in our lives when you and I are going through difficult things, we think sometimes, where is God? Where is God in my life right now? Everything is going terrible. Is God even real right now? Is God even existing? But the, score, the story is a reminder to us that as Jesus walked along the road, he saw a man born blind. He took note of his situation. He took note of his pain and was ready to intervene and act in a moment's notice. And it's the same way for you and I that we have a God who though we go through difficult times and though we go through suffering and pain and grief in our life, he takes note of our condition. He takes note of our situation. He takes note when as we feel like we're singing in that song we did today that we are stuck somewhere, but he takes note. He's the God who brings us out. And the Bible says that Jesus was walking along the road and he saw this man born blind from birth and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents? It's amazing to me how culture immediately came to an assumption about this man's condition. They wanted to find something to pin on him to blame the condition when really it was just the nature of being human. And Jesus defended him. He said this word. He said, neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind, watch this, so that God's works might be revealed in him. This morning, I want to encourage you that Jesus is life, light, and love. We could preach all day on those three things, but there is something that happens in this man's life that he is in a condition of darkness. He's in a condition where he needs life. He's in, he's in a mode of death because of sin. And in the likewise, he's in a place where he has been rejected, hated by culture, and left alone. He's in need of love. And all three things that he needs, Jesus shows up and gives him in a moment's notice and says, this man has been born blind. We're going to see God work right now. And it's amazing to me that if you and I 
We'll allow God to work in the middle of our suffering, in the middle of our trouble, in the middle of our terrible situation. The thing is, it's amazing to me that God is always faithful. You can go find story after story, Genesis to Revelation, how God uses pain, how God uses difficulty so that the God's work might be revealed. And so the Bible says, as they saw him, Jesus walked up to him in John chapter 9, verse 6, and he says, as long as I am in the world, I'm the light of the world. And when he had said this, Jesus did something unusual. You wouldn't expect Jesus to do this, but Jesus did it. He spit on the ground. Now, in some cultures, that might be offensive, but Jesus spat on the ground. He reached down on the ground and he made mud with the saliva and he put it on the man's eyes rubbed it on his eyes, and he told him, go wash in the pool. And then he went and he washed and he came back able to see. It's amazing to me that what seemed ridiculous was God's way of healing a man. What seemed unusual and strange was what the God used to make this man see again. And the neighbors began to ask questions, and those who had seen him as a beggar, they began to look around, and they says, isn't this the man who, watch what they said, who used to sit and beg? Isn't this the man who used to be right here, always asking for money? Isn't this the man who used to be blind? And even the people around them were able to see, he's different, he's changed he had an encounter with Jesus. He was once blind, but now he can see us walking around. He knows what I'm wearing. He knows all the things about me. And some were saying, yes, it's him. It's him. And others were saying, no, it's someone like him. And he kept saying to them, he was pleading with them, you ought to put yourself in this man's shoes. He was saying, no, I'm the man. I'm the, I'm the man. Don't you remember that one time I asked you for this much money to help me? Don't you remember? I'm the man. But they kept asking him, then how? Were your eyes opened? How did it happen? What was the secret? What did you do? And watch what he said. The man called Jesus made mud. He spread it on my eyes and he said to him, go to Siloam and washed. This man experienced Jesus's light, life and love. He experienced a literal light as we, there he was once blind, but now he could actually see things again. He experienced Jesus' life by the creative power of God who could take someone who was sick and spit in mud and through the power of creation caused him to see again. He gave him life. And later on, the Bible tells us in John chapter 9 and verse 35 that Jesus heard that this man, he was put before a questioning committee of the Pharisees and they began to pin him down. How did this happen to you? Did Jesus do this? And they tried to blame it all the thing. And this guy's just straight up preaching to them. He's just beginning to tell them. And he began to say this word to them. Jesus, he says, never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. This man stood up and testified and said, it's only God who did this. Only God could make a way. Later on, Jesus heard that they had driven him out of the temple. And when they found him, they said to him, do, when Jesus found him, he said to him, do you believe in the son of man? And watch this man as the musicians come. He says, who is he, sir? Who is he? Who is he? I got stuck on that question there because I realized how many people in our world are asking, who is he? 
Who is he? Who is Jesus? Sometimes we assume about culture around us that everybody just happens to live in this Christian world and they know about Jesus. And they might know the Jesus that some people have painted him out to be, that have left them disappointed, defeated, walking away. But they didn't know this Jesus, the one who said, I am the light of the world. The one who gave life to a man born blind. The one who came to this man in his rejection and when he was cast away, when even his own family wouldn't take him in, he began to say to him, he found him in his place and he said, do you believe in the son of man? Who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. And Jesus said to him, watch this. You're not hearing him. You have seen him. Here was a man who his eyes were closed. He couldn't see before, but now he could actually look at Jesus. And it's amazing to me that although this man went through a physical healing, I think more than anything, Jesus opened his eyes so that he could see Jesus. And the greatest thing that you and I need in our life is the blindfold removed and a fresh vision of Jesus as the light of the world, as life come down from heaven and as love for us. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. First John tells us this, he says that about Jesus talking to him, talking about the time that he spent there. He says, we declare to you what was from the beginning. This life was revealed and we have seen it and we testify to it. John just told us that in John chapter nine, he goes on to later say, that this is the message we have heard for him and proclaimed to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. John later says, Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Love isn't from Hollywood. Love isn't from some, some type of thing that you can just go by and learn. Love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. And who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Listen, this morning today, this man experienced the Jesus that was light, life, and love. And when you and I are spending all of eternity, the one thing that is common about eternity throughout Revelation, we see that the light of heaven is Jesus. The love that is coming from heaven is Jesus. And the life that is coming to all people, it's because of Jesus. And this morning today, I want to encourage you. You're here today. You're stuck in darkness. You feel like, I can't navigate this world. I'm blinded by the things that are happening. Maybe it's not a physical blindness. Maybe it's a spiritual blindness. I want to tell you today, Jesus is light. And oh, how he can bring light to your world. The things that seem terrible before, how he illuminates them and shows you, don't worry, I am with you, even unto the end. You feel like you're walking around in death, the burden of sin weighing upon your shoulders that's how this man felt but then he said but I heard about a man named Jesus and he said do you believe yes Lord I believe and he experienced the life come down from heaven and most importantly the love for you and I oh how Jesus loves you today and you know what this man did he made it his heart to say I gotta get to Jesus Wherever Jesus is at, I want to be there. I don't want to be away from him. Wherever Jesus goes, I want to go. And this morning, 
A trio's gonna sing a song today. You gotta get to Jesus. And I wanna encourage you this morning, afterwards we're gonna have a time of prayer to get to Jesus. Don't live this life without him. Oh, the wonderful power of God's presence we've experienced here this morning because of Jesus who loves you. Yet, while we were sinners, the Bible says, even in our darkest moment, God loves us. God loves you. And may you never forget it. This morning, let's come to Jesus.